This is Worshiping God God's Way. I'm Steve Erspringer, and we are looking at episode 13 today, and it's in the book on page 151, and it's about Matthew 14. But before I go into that, I want to tell you a quick story. There was a man that I met after church one afternoon, and he came up to me, and he was telling me how he would rather be somewhere else than be in church. The church service was too chaotic for him. It was too noisy. It was too crazy. He said that he felt a lot closer to God and could worship God better when he was out in his boat on a lake fishing. Now, I didn't have a problem with that. I thought it was pretty typical because I'd felt the same thing. Sometimes Sunday mornings are just crazy. And I was the one doing the leading during those services. So he came up to me and said, hey, I got to tell you, I really didn't like this. It was too nuts. I'd rather be on my boat fishing where I can really sense God's presence and I can worship him there. So I got that and I told him that. I said, I understand. But I also said, well, how do you worship there? How do you do that? What does that mean to you? So he started to tell me his story and it was pretty interesting. But it reminded me of a story in Matthew 14. Matthew 14 is the really famous story of the disciples who had gone out in a boat to go fishing. Jesus had sent them out. And with the disciples, Mary was with them as well. Starts off wonderful, like the weather's great, the ocean's calm. But of course, you know the story. It gets a little turbulent, gets windy. Uh, it starts to rage a little bit, and they start freaking out. Of course, these guys were, some of them were really good sailors and fishermen. Peter was. You know, the sons of Zebedee, if they were there, they were too. So it wasn't uncommon for them to be in a storm situation, but this must have been a little intense. And out of the blue, Jesus walks up to the boat. And the first thing is, Peter jumps up and says, you know, the brave guy, the one who wants to fight everybody, and he goes after it. He gets steps out of the boat, and man, he just starts sinking right away. And Jesus, you know the story, he reaches down and he grabs him, and he says, you know, get back in the boat. Where's your faith? Why can't you do this? They talk a little bit. But really what was going on was Peter was in a state of fear. Peter really went from Mr. Cool, Mr. Intense, I'm going to do this to help me, I'm drowning. If any of you have felt that feeling of drowning, the fear of it, it grips a person to the point where they can't do anything. Jesus reaches down and he... The scripture says immediately he reaches and pulls Peter up. Peter was drowning. And Jesus didn't hesitate to save him, to pull him out of that boat. Here with the big, strong Peter, he's crying for help. And Jesus helps him into the boat. Well, the rest of the story is basically this. They were on the boat. The whole thing happens. And they bow down in complete awe of Jesus Number one, for walking on the water, but number two, from saving a man who is drowning. On the shores of Galilee, it's a busy place during that time. There were a lot of people fishing there. It wasn't an isolated beach with one little boat. There were communities of boat fishermen. They're they're probably all in the water when this whole storm came and broke things all up, and they were all watching. From the shore, you could see the boats. So when the people bowed themselves before Jesus, from the shore, it would look like, oh, there's nobody on that boat. Where did they go? There's one guy sitting in the bow. What's going on? Well, during those times, during those centuries, um, 
and even further on to the 15th, 16th centuries. On boats, normally, seagoing vessels, fishing boats, a lot of the people would have idols that they had placed on their boats. They kept them on what they would call the poop deck. So the poop deck was a real specific place. They expected sailors to go to that place where the idols were, bring them offerings. They would pray, they would bow down. And that was very common. Actually, it was common for people in those times to do three things before an idol. They would stand up and pray. They would supplicate, which was two different things. And then they would bow, prostrate themselves before the idol. They did that so they could get the favor that the idol would bring them favor if they would do that. So people were looking at this boat and seeing that the disciples were no longer sitting up. They were bowing down and they, someone had to say, hey, there must be an idol on that boat. Well, there was more than an idol. There was the creator God, the only one there is in the whole universe, and he's sitting on that boat. So it wasn't that it was unexpected. It was just that these guys recognized who he, Jesus was. Here's what this scripture really brings out to me, what I see. There's two things, two things that are needed to be a worshiper. Number one, you need enough room you need enough room to bow yourself down. That's pretty simple. And you also need a picture in your mind of Jesus reaching down and pulling you out of a raging sea, pulling you out of a place of near death. Peter had both of these, and it was not going to take him less than a millisecond to bow himself down before Jesus. I told the man at the church service that Really, I get the idea that you want to get away and go be fishing somewhere where it's quiet. And I don't have a problem with that. And I believe you can worship in that boat if that's what you're going to go do. But there's a couple things I told him. Number one, if you're going to go out and do that, when you're bowing down, make sure you don't hook yourself. And number two, make sure you don't fall overboard. And if you do, hopefully you're wearing a life vest. If not, hopefully you can swim to shore or get yourself back up into your boat. If you can't and you start to drown, you're going to wish Jesus was there to pull you out of the water. And he kind of laughed at that. I thought it was kind of funny. I also said it would really be much safer for you if you would come to church, bow down here, where at least you're on dry land. The downside of this is if you're not in your boat fishing, of course, you're not going to catch any fish. But if you do it here, worshiping God in this place, or even in your boat, if you choose to do that, you will be worshiping God God's way.